0: welcome to the restoration care ministries podcast this podcast is to help Christians struggling with addictions besetting sins or those who have fallen to get back up and be restored to usefulness for God we want to teach and train Christians in churches to help our brothers and sisters be restored in meekness kindness and love thank you for listening we hope you enjoy this podcast Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Restoration Care Ministries podcast. We're excited that you're here. This is episode one. If you missed episode zero, I took a little time to explain what we are, what we're about, what we're gonna be doing. And so I have with us here, the host now of Restoration Care Ministries podcast, Dr. Paul Kingsbury. Dr. Kingsbury, how are you doing? I'm excited and very, very blessed that what the Lord is, uh, the door of the Lord is opening up here Uh, for us and for uh, uh, helping people. And that's uh, that's very exciting to me. I love that. And the hesitation in your voice, it's just like, how do you say this any better Mm -hmm. than just... We're just helping people. That's all we want to do. And I love it too. Like you said, the door that the Lord is opening up when, when he said, boy, I've set before you an open door, you know, and it really is because in this world in which we live, there's so many people that are hurting, that are struggling, that need help, that need to be restored. And that's what we get to do. So um, Dr. Kingsbury um, is going to be the host of this. He's going to be interviewing people, uh, courses, giving testimonies and interviewing people that God has already restored and helped. And so I wanted to use this time to more introduce him uh, to you, so will be able to uh, pass this on. So, Dr. Kingsbury, tell us how you got started in ministry, even life growing up, salvation, uh, your call to ministry, and uh, how you got started uh, serving the Lord. Thank you, Pastor. Both, uh, both my wife, Diane, and I had the wonderful privilege of growing up in Christ-centered homes. Our parents were both what you'd call laymen but they were active members, loyal, hardworking, evangelistic. They cared about souls and they raised, you know, yeah, dads were good, strong leaders. Uh, the privileges are just uh, enormous. So we met in the nursery at an independent Baptist church in Southwestern Michigan. She became my, uh, her brother was my best friend, but uh, at about 16 years of age, I noticed her and <laughs> she's two years younger than me. And, uh, but, uh, when I was 16, I uh, dedicated my life to the Lord. It was a Friday night, a big youth rally, and you know, several thousand young people and youth workers at Western Michigan University that Friday night, and it was just as if the preacher was talking to me, but it was God talking to me. And through some circumstances, they could place uh, some rough times in my relationship with my dad. I was not honoring him or my mother. I wasn't obeying or honoring them, <laughs> and uh, I had a uh, living a sneak a sneaky life there for a couple of years. But the Lord just really brought me to place a place of complete surrender that night. I mean, to me. Uh, I didn't intend this, but that following Sunday, the pastor came up and said, uh, "You're going I want you to come forward today and tell the folks that you dedicated your life to serve Christ. And uh, then on Thursday, you're preaching at the rescue mission. And so that's where I cut my teeth on uh, preaching, helping needy people, very very needy people. And uh, so I did. I didn't want to, but I was committed to obeying my parents and my pastor. And so, uh, and that was when I was sixteen. And I, I just uh, it didn't go well. But uh, he said, uh, in fact, the pastor said that wasn't very good. But but he said you'll do better at the jail next week. And uh, which. So I preached to the men in orange suits in the sixteen in jail, and that then became an, a norm. Going to those different places when I was a junior and a senior in high school, uh, a, a black preacher, a friend of the family and of our church, uh, really uh, took me into the jail and under his wing. And you know what? I developed I developed a heart for helping people. And uh, now my spiritual gift, uh, my motivational spiritual gift, is mercy. And so that's, there's kind of an affinity for guys like me in that. And then of course, when I got out of high school, I went off to Bible college in Wisconsin, didn't want to just, I, I wanted to be mentored and get into a church. And so I came down here to Northern Illinois, got involved. I mean, 1971, wow. and spent 50 incredible years yeah. watching God just do some amazing things in people's lives. And, um, then both my wife and I got cancer, and uh, Diane was miraculously healed. Uh, I was healed through surgery up at uh, Mayo Clinic, and we came out of that with uh, just a real passion to to be involved in coming alongside and assisting people, finding freedom and uh, through Christ and answers to biblical uh, to problems from the Bible. And then you actually talked with me, you and a couple of other fellas were great encouragement to both my wife and I, when we were going through the trauma and drama of those things, and uh, planted the seed, the idea. uh, You've already been been engaged in this way. You've got a microphone of your own see now, (laughs) uh, but I, I, uh, and I began to think about it. I wasn't used to talking in front of a microphone like that, and just, uh, although COVID helped me a little bit, because for several, a couple of months, we were, we were closed down, so I talked into a but now I just I, the potential. Hmm. Oh, for years we we had ministry uh addictions program that that you know, administered on Friday night to people and it would help people through the conferences and things like that. But boy, you just run yourself ragged. And and it's it's great. I'm I'm not a, I'm not I'm all for that. But coming up with something where we can actually anyone can come online to this website and and find a a store, a, a plethora of, of, of assistance. And so that's my background, and that's how I got to where I'm sitting today, uh, launching this out with episode one. Well, being able to multiply ourselves to be able to take the truths that God has given you, and we used to do it in books, or you can do it at a conference, but boy, as you know, trying to pastor a church and run a ministry and take care of a family and travel, uh, boy, it is it is impossible to reach all the people that need to be reached, but uh, if we know the end of uh, the years, the last day, God said knowledge will increase, so he has, and we have these tools that we can use. The devil's going to use them for bad, but we get to use them for good. So before we get more into ministry, uh, family, children, uh, married, how many years and, uh, and children in life. Uh, tell us about that. Well, we're heading up to 49 years this July, dining out of been husband and wife, and she's my very best friend. Amen. And, uh, we have eight children, uh, five daughters, three sons. They all, they're saved and love the Lord. And, uh, uh, six of them are married and, uh, we have one of the one of the is a handicapped girl janelle she's uh, about 34 years of age now and an incredible blessing and uh, then uh, 1990 1994 diane's brother died and two weeks before he passed away they found out he died of colon cancer which is by the way what my wife had was diagnosed with which i thought and i'm coming up on 70 years of age and i've got Another family member, our son has already had colorectal cancer. Diane, my wife, her mother died of colon cancer. We watched her brother. Body looked like a roadmap after the cancer just spread everywhere. Well, two weeks before he passed away, they found out his wife had cancer, brain cancer. And so they asked us to take their children, four children, three sons and a daughter. So they blended in with our family. So 12, 12 kids and and it's just been a but a great journey. You know, I had a lot of help. Uh, Diane managed the home real well and I always had a a great staff and friends and laymen that just did the work and what a what a blessing and now I'm in the grandparenting stage and I can finally go to the the programs you know retirement from pastoring has been well I can't be too good about it because otherwise every all you guys are going to be running out and saying (laughs) it's time but it was time for me and now this is a new season and um I'm just really excited about it. But that's the family. Beautiful. Um, yeah, 12 children to get to teach and train for the Lord and how God blended those together. I love that story and got to meet a lot of your children and always been impressed. And the love that you can tell with you and your wife that you have the real, the genuine, the friendship. It's a ministry partner, a life partner, a family partner. And there's just nothing better on this earth than a great marriage. And sure, yeah, you've got that too. Yeah. Husband and wife. I know we have it. Lord. It is so precious. So um, now, interesting, God knew what he had planned for you in this big nationwide addiction ministry that you uh, helped run for years by getting you started in the jail. At 16, I can't believe that, because I preach in the jail a lot, but we don't let teenagers in the jail to preach. So that's amazing. Yeah. Well, they were hard up hard pressed for, for volunteers I'm sure um yeah that you uh you did that so God was preparing you so this nationwide addiction ministry how did that get started and and what did God do with that all right well you know early in the 1990s a young man that I'd known since he was five and I was 18 came back to church after 10 years being away from the Lord and uh and Steve was messed up uh you know spiritually emotionally uh financially and uh thankfully when he walked through the doors of the church after being gone all those years though he looked he looked a mess <laughs> uh the chairman of our deacons one of my best friends put his arm around him and said welcome home and you know that was that knowing that he was he was welcomed and he was wanted and was just instrumental and that morning with a tender heart he came forward and, a- and a- asked after church he said would you please help me and uh I'd been influenced by some uh, people, uh, an evangelist in the area of the spirit-filled Christian life, and, and also just uh, some other uh, books that I'd read uh, uh, on the subject. And so really, our study just revolved around the victorious Christian life is found in your walk with Jesus, and he, and he got it. And so then in 1996, we started a Friday night program, and, and God, God used it and has used it, and it's it, uh, it was a wonderful blessing. And then the Lord took him home. But, um, that was really the foundation here. And, uh, but I, I discovered in ministry that I was constantly being, trying to help people. And I'd say, well, who do I turn to for this? Where do I go for that? Um, and I still get calls, you know, is where's a men's home or where's a ladies home or what do I do for same sex attraction or where do I do it? This or that or the other? Well, that was that was problematic and that was really the brain the, the brainchild and the, kind of the the light that went on So you know what if we do this if brother baker and i and these other guys we we can put something together where people can go to one site and get a lot of answers get some direction and specific biblical answers some coaching for them and uh, so that's 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 where we got to uh, in at this at this junction how many countries, how many chapters? Uh, uh, uh there were yeah. over 3,000 started. And uh about well, I don't know, I traveled to 40 countries. So yeah, and they all started them. And then when we went into the Philippines in the mid-19, uh 2015, 16, 17, 18, and those Filipinos, they're like missionaries all over the world. And so yeah, they, they, they 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 took it to all, also just the idea, and then the, the neat thing is that this spawned, I think, uh, in many people's lives, hope for the addicted. And uh, because I used to, I used to hear, you know, oh, these, these druggies, they made their bed, let them lie in it. Wow, that certainly did not (laughs) sound biblical. (laughs) And and it's not. But I think in our frustration, sometimes, sometimes we we just don't know what to do. But this resource, RestorationCareMinistries.com and uh, is, is going to be a place where people can come with a variety of needs and meet ordinary people that, just, that, that love God and know his word and can come along and coach them um, or direct them and help them uh, with the problems that they have or somebody in their family or, or in a church or community. Absolutely. I want to get into that now and talk about, um, I know you have two courses that are already uh, uh, in there that will be opening right away, and um, also other ones that we're going to be working on. I was going to just go through um, a list, and by the way, what we're doing that's in the name, restoration, we're trying to restore people. And so the Bible says, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, uh, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. And by the way, it is amazing. It takes people that are spiritual, and a lot of people aren't. That's where the term comes from. Uh, they made their bed, let them lie in it. Those people aren't spiritual because <laughs> guess what? God could say that about us and our sin, and He didn't. He loved us. And so it's such a big deal to be spiritual and to restore people in the spirit of meekness. And so what we're doing, and I explained a little bit on episode zero, but putting together video coaching programs to deal with each one of these subjects and issues in life. And I want ask for the Kingsbury about his in a minute. Let me go through some of the list of ones that we have that we're going to be able to help people. So addiction, an addiction course to help people with that. um helping someone with their marriage, helping someone with their children, helping somebody to who has a prodigal or is a prodigal. Um, boy, many parents have a child away from the Lord and don't know what to do. To restore the fallen, how to restore someone in meekness and love to care about them. For a church, how a church can be a church that cares, like you mentioned that deacon to put his arm around him and say, welcome home. What a big deal that is. What would have happened if that deacon would have put him down and called him names? What are you doing here? You don't deserve to be here. If you would have put him down, boy, what could have happened to that ministry and the thousands of people that have been reached by that? So how to make a church rest. Restoration friendly, anger issues, bitterness, uh, forgiveness, um, being able to help with uh, adversity, to be able to help with those things. Same sex attraction, but the King, for I mentioned it earlier, it's a big deal. It's bigger all the time. And 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 pastors, what do we do? How do we help people with that? We have an expert that's helped thousands of people out of that lifestyle, putting together a video coaching program to be able to help people with that. Pornography is gigantic um, for. For women and men and even boys, you see a survey of pastors, how many have struggled with that. And so we need answers for that. And that's what we want to do. Relationships, depression, how to help somebody recover and heal from abuse all these courses and others we're going to have. And we're super excited about being able to offer those where in the privacy of your home, in a church setting, in a School class, in an addiction ministry, however you want to use these, these courses will be used and you can listen to them over and over and over to be able to help you get victory in these areas. So um, Dr. Kingsbury, I know you have two that are out there. So uh, tell us about the first one um, and who it's for, how it's going to help them. Uh, and what they can get from that well the subject is bitterness uprooting bitterness bitterness is called a root in the bible I did a study actually I was in in uh, Hebrews chapter number 12 and going to preach a series of messages on Hebrews chapter number 12 and um, on how to become a Hebrews chapter 11 Christian somebody pleases God with their great faith well I found out it comes through chastening so that became lesson number two that I that I've just done 12 I've done 12 Coaching lessons on that also out of the chapter, but in doing so, I memorized that chapter. In the middle of chapter number twelve of Hebrews, Esau is brought up, and the subject of bitterness. And as I began to reflect on it. I saw that there—it's just—it's the common problem that I've faced with, in people's lives over and over and over again. God, who is supposed to be a God of love and I and a God who's omnipotent, and then He allows circumstances into our life. Sometimes the Bible calls it scourging. It's it, sometimes the Bible calls it. Uh, chastening and it's more educational. And so those two books dovetailed. And so the first course is on uprooting bitterness, how to overcome it, how to help someone else overcome bitterness and and experience the freedom that comes through forgiveness biblically. And then secondly, the chapter itself, I went through the chapter 12 lessons on facing adversity in our lives. And uh, from the very beginning, I think Job was the first book written perhaps of the Bible, put down on paper for us. And um, good night, Job faced terrible adversity, and but he came through real well. And that's a, just a part and parcel uh, of life. So those are the two courses. Very excited about them, and then we're going to continue to add. Uh, you've got several, and, and other men do, and we have some ladies that are going to do some courses. And the neat, one of the neat things about it is like shopping. When I go to the store, I don't always. I say, well, I don't, I don't want to buy that product, or I don't want to buy that, but I do like this one, and. So that's where we have the freedom to do that, and uh, they'll all be, you know, from a biblical point of view. And amen. Uh, but and that's one dimension of it. Can I mention a couple of other things, though? That please, absolutely, me. yes. And you've asked me about this matter of doing these podcasts, which you know my kids are they're into podcasts, and I, I am too. I, I like watching. I like watching yours and and others. It's just really quite intriguing. But I'm going to do interviews. <clears throat> I'm going to to be, I live, I'm I'm heading to six different meetings here in the next couple of weeks, and I'm going to do interviews with various uh, people that are experts in various, I I use the word expert, they have a ministry niche that God has really given to them. Uh, I get calls oftentimes, well, I'm looking for a a place to send somebody. Well, there are some extraordinary ministries out there, and through these podcasts, I'm going to interview some directors of those ministries some people in various uh areas of life and also find it very encouraging because we're going to do testimonies of people who are victorious who have overcome and that in itself good news (laughs) good news is a is a blessing and then finally the my goal not only coaching and not only these videos but then connecting connecting people and uh you know, so they can go directly to that individual that helped them with that. uh, You've got an excellent one on on dealing with a rebel. Well, they can then, they can connect with you on that. And I know you have been personal counsel to many, many people. And I see that expanding also or to buy your books. And, And that just, so those are the, in my mind, that's where we're headed. Awesome. That's a beautiful thing. I love what you said about, um, You know, if you don't like someone or something or a certain course, great. Don't get it. No problem at all. We're all different. We're all independent. And that's totally fine. And what a beautiful thing that is. But by the way, Brother Howes used to say at pastor school and would love this statement. He said, look, he said, take what you want. It's like a cafeteria. Take what you want. (laughs) Leave what you don't. Just don't spit in our food. I remember. remember. (laughs) And what a beautiful thing that is. So you might look on our courses and go, okay, I don't like Dave Baker. I don't want to take his course then don't. Um, The guy that teaches the same-sex attraction, super guy, he was former uh, assistant pastor of mine years ago, and now he's pastoring Mm -hmm. a church and a great guy. And uh, when he first came out with this ministry, a lot of people misunderstood it, uh, helping people with same-sex attraction and really had a lot of pushback. It's been amazing, though, how many people that did push back I've ended up needing his help and have to call and say, hey, brother, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I know I condemned you at first, but I need some help. I got a problem in my family or I got a problem in our church and I don't know what to do. And and so I think that, yeah, don't spit in our food. If you don't like a course or a class, no problem. But be careful. God may put you in a situation where you well, may need them. one and day. And, you know, the beauty of this is is and you found this to be true also when when someone is brought to a place of humility that brings the grace of God in their lives that they mm-hmm. need to deal with to cope with. That adversity that is overwhelming them, whatever it may be, and so when they come to that point, they say, "You know what? I'm going to reach out to these very people that maybe I maybe I did criticize them or maybe I didn't understand." And so God gives them a more a, a tender heart, Amen. and uh, that's a, that's un, unbeatable. Yeah, absolutely, and we want to be the kind of people that Great Peace said they which love thy law, nothing shall offend us. So we want to be those kind of people. Uh, we are human, and sometimes that's hard. But um, hey, we're not going to take it personally. That's okay. Take what you want and uh, use it to be able to help people. So um, the connections here. So go ahead with the Kingsbury. We're, we're going to have a website also, or, or excuse me, we're going to have a Facebook page, uh, something like that also, where people yeah. we can communicate. And, um, and as well, I think in my, in, in the two video series that I've done, I've, I've given them information, how they can c- connect directly with me also. And I don't know that be the choice of the, you know, the absolutely the one who does that, but so let's give that information out. So if you want to go to the website. It's Restoration Care Ministries, plural, dot um, com, uh, or Restoration Care Restoration care. So Restoration Care Ministries dot com or Restoration care. And if you have a question for us, uh, email us at um, Restoration Care Ministries at gmail.com, Restoration Care Ministries at gmail dot com. And um, if they uh, need to get a hold of you, Doctor Kingsbury, for uh, something particular like and by the way i want to talk about this um a restoration conference where you come to the church and preach and teach and help and have a sunday give it give people a thought about that the restoration that's actually that's where i'm that's where i'm headed out to now (laughs) and uh, oftentimes we'll meet on saturday with the husbands and wives Uh, i say often we haven't done a lot of these but the lord's opening the doors and getting a hold of me just dr paul kingsbury at gmail.com that's the best way dr paul kingsbury at gmail.com and um, but come in on saturday and then preach all day on restoration ultimately you're giving the gospel because you're restoring a a creature (laughs) one of god's creation with their creator through salvation But then, then that restoration of uh, in the marriage, in the parent-to-child, in the in the principles. And um, it was Sunday morning, and then if a church has some of them, now we, we'll go have a lunch and then a service right then, which is pretty cool. And then actually this next few weeks, I'm going to be in a church doing that. And then over to another church that has a Sunday p.m. Ser- service at 6 o'clock. But these are very, very exciting opportunities Uh to take what we're gonna what we're doing on this website and take it into a personal, into a, into a church setting uh or a, a campus somewhere and um, and and other people involved in it also, not just, not just me, of course. Amen. Amen. By the way, we had a Restoration Sunday at our church, and it was beautiful. Um, the Kingsbury uh, taught, and Dave Hiles with Fallen in Grace taught. And, and, um, and so here's an idea. Have the Kingsbury at your church, have him teach Sunday school and help people with restoration. And I think he taught on forgiveness and bitterness in the beginning of Sunday school, which is such a big deal. And then Sunday morning, try to get as many prodigals, people that are away from God, to come to church and say, hey, steak dinner after church. We're going to kill the fatted calf, okay? Mm-hmm. A prodigal Sunday, all right? Uh, invite him to come. Love on him. Uh, warm. Welcome. We're glad that you're here. And here, Brother Kingsbury, teach a loving, kind message to those people in coming back to God. And then on Sunday night, prepare and teach the church to be a restoration church. Could you imagine, Dr. Kingsbury, if we had every person who used to grow, go to church and serve the Lord that got away from God, for whatever reason, if we could restore them back to God and have them useful serving the Lord in a church, could you imagine how many people would reach, how many people would grow, how many people would be helped from that? Uh, what a beautiful thing to do. And I would love to see these Restoration Sundays. Uh, you'd be able to travel all around the country and do these in churches and really be able to help and encourage people. Thank you. We'll, see. we'll yeah. see what the Lord has. It's up to him. Amen. You. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Kingsbury, for being willing to work with us. We're thrilled and excited to be able to take this technology and be able to help um, a church. I know we've talked about this before. We had a Reforms Unanimous for a long time and, and loved it. It was great. Loved the curriculum, loved the material. We still use the curriculum in our men's home, uh, but it was tough having church, Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Tuesday or Thursday, soul winning, Wednesday night, Bible study, and then uh, Saturday visitation to have another night, a day for people to come in. Church and as we know, many times it's that same twenty percent doing all the work, and it was hard to keep that going. And so, being able to have this on video where they can do it at home, or do it in a class, or do it as a Sunday school, or some churches are doing um, a meal before church on Wednesday night and having an addiction meeting then teaching a lesson or play one of these videos, and they're already there for Wednesday night. I think we can help reach a lot more of these people by having the the systems and these courses for people to go through. We're a video society today. Um, reading books to give it to somebody. Hey, I read this book. That's harder. But hey, watch this video and get these truths, and you can watch it again and watch it again. I think the potential for this is going to be really exciting. So, Doctor Kingsbury, yeah. any uh, any uh, closing thoughts or words you have that you want to pass on to people, or anything uh, else to connect? Well, just go to the when when uh, go to the website and and communicate with us, and uh, just uh, be patient uh, because it's 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 a lot of work. But uh it keep checking back and uh, let's just pray for one another also. We we just Amen. we sincerely we just we we want to fulfill as you quoted Galatians 6:1. That's a major motivation for us, restoring those who have been overtaken in faults. And um so pray for us so we'll pray for one another and we'll awesome. connect. And thank you for this opportunity. I look forward to the next uh Uh the next time here soon when I'll be doing an interview with someone and looking forward to it. Join us then. That'd be great. So go to the website and check it out. And by the way, every course, the first class of the course is free. You can watch it and see if you think, hey, this is good. I need this. All right. So every course, the first class is free. And so go watch it, be encouraged by it, be it helped by it. If you say, you know what? I need this. This is worth it. Uh, Then go ahead and get it and have it. And once you have it, it's yours, okay? You can listen to it, use it as often as you need it. And um, I know my marriage course that I have, uh, I've had people go through it six or seven times because at different parts of your life, you still need those things. Same thing, you're starting with bitterness again. Guess what? You already have the course. Go listen to it again. And it works on your phone, on a laptop, on a tablet or on a computer. And what a great thing to have access to these all the time to be able. So if we can help you, we would love to. Dr. Kingsbury, thank you. No, thank Thank you, you what God's doing. Please pray for uh, Dr. Kingsbury and this ministry. We're super excited what God's doing with it and uh, knowing we're going to get to help a lot of people all over the world. So God bless, and uh, we'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you, sir. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Restoration Care Ministries podcast. We hope it has been helpful to you. If you have a question or need help, email us at restorationcareministries@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Please go to our website at www.restoration.care and see the many programs to help you. God bless you and thank you for listening.